0: So, hello everyone. I'd like to welcome you all to H2 Tech Talk, the podcast series for H2 Tech, the new hydrogen technology journal from Gulf Energy Information. My name is Lee Nichols. I'll be your host today. And today's topic, we're going to be discussing building the hydrogen economy and how hydrogen can help in decarbonizing efforts. Now, joining me for today in this very special discussion is a very special guest, Armin Schnettler, who is the Executive Vice President, New Energy Business for Siemens Energy. Now, before we welcome in Armin, I would like to remind you that you can subscribe to the H2 Tech Talk po- Podcast by clicking on the subscribe button on iTunes or Blueberry. So with that, let's go ahead and get started. I'd like to welcome in Armin. Armin, how are you doing today?
1: Yeah, thanks, Lee. I'm, I'm doing fine. I mean, busy being in the hydrogen economy business, which is these days definitely a, a big hype. It would be good to have a a big market instead of a big hype, Uh, but nevertheless, it's a great
0: topic to be. Excellent. Perfect. Well, before we dive right into the discussion, can you tell the listeners a little bit more about your role with Siemens Energy?
1: Uh, Yes, certainly. I mean, I joined uh, Siemens at these days uh, already in 2013 in in the corporate technology and joined Siemens Energy. Uh, with the you know the with the funding or foundation of this new company last year and here at Siemens Energy I'm in charge for the unit which is called new energy business it's more or less all about the uh, hydrogen business at Siemens Energy and mainly focusing on the electrolyzer business which is the essential part talking about green uh, hydrogen so the energy of the future
0: Excellent, and then you're the you're the one of the perfect people to talk to regarding this discussion. So we're going to go ahead and just get right into the discussion because we've got a lot of things to talk about today. So so first off, I'd like to get into decarbonization. So my first question is, how can we decarbonize hard to abate sectors in industry, mobility, and energy?
1: First of all, what's important to see is that today, when we are talking about decarbonization and energy transition, People mainly think about uh, green electricity, right? And uh, however, uh, the electric share in the final energy consumption today is in the range of 20 25%. With electric mobility, electric heating, and electric drives, uh, this share may, may increase until, say, 40 45%. However, this would mean that more than 50% of the final energy consumption and everything which is related to feedstocks is is open, which can be uh, or not be or not easily be electrified. And this is where uh, the the hydrogen will come into play. So moving from green electrons to green molecules and uh, talking about hydrogen as an energy carrier for direct use or uh, hydrogen for... Uh, say feedstock for hydrocarbons which we need more or less everywhere so this we call uh, the sector coupling so using green electricity wire green hydrogen in all areas like steel industry mobility talking about synthetic fuels kerosene and all of that and even doing say some blending of, of natural gas and gas pipelines uh, with hydrogen I mean there are many options and applications
0: Excellent. and and I'm glad you mentioned hydrogen because of course, my next question is, is all about the hydrogen economy. So, what is your strategy to succeed in the hydrogen economy?
1: I mean first of all, we need to look for, I mean uh, getting costs down. you know we have a benchmark, which is uh, the existing market of of hydrogen already today. They approximately say seventy up to eighty million tons of hydrogen used a year. But this is mainly, grey hydrogen, say, based on uh, steam methane reforming and and other topics. So when talking about the hydrogen economy in the future, then we are talking about colourful and mainly green hydrogen. So talking about uh, the uh, new market is uh, taking costs out. And this would mean, of course, covering the whole value chain. And this is what Siemens Energy does from green electricity like uh, wind industry, of course, bringing that into the system. This is something, of course, you need to make sure in order to have a, a stable system. And then bringing it uh, into the hydrogen uh, wire uh, electrolyzer. And here we are doing the proton exchange membrane technology, which we believe is the future of the electrolyzer business. And then we are talking about the next stage, which is more downstream, say as a direct use in mobility in fuel cell, uh, say mobility, for instance, in in steel plants, in refineries, for instance, to produce methanol or synthetic fuels as we do, for instance, in the southern part of of Chile for synthetic fuel or in the Middle East together with our partners talking about uh, synthetic kerosene so it's all about the upscaling so make it big we believe in big markets so decarbonization is not uh, nice and small it's about big and beautiful i would say here so being big is an important part going where electricity is cheap and then finding the right partners especially when siemens energy and with our partners are moving downstream so we are starting from the green electrons ending typically up with the green hydrogen and then with our partners going to the methanol ammonia or fuel parts and the direct uh, say application this is our strategic so going towards economy of scale effect and in the downstream business using uh, partners with our partners in the economy of
0: scope Excellent. So, I, I like to switch now to renewable energies. And my next question then is, how can we make use of the potential of renewable energies in remote or offshore regions?
1: Um, so, as I said, hydrogen is the future topic. Uh, on the other hand, hydrogen is really offering a challenge for transportation. Yeah, you know, it's element number one. Uh, So very light, uh, only a very, very very small molecule, right? so difficult to transport. You can cool it down, liquefy it, put it under high pressure, but in any case it's requiring a lot of energy or requiring high costs on the other side. So what we are doing in remote areas like in Patagonia in southern part of Chile We are transferring electricity, green electricity, coming out of wind energy into green hydrogen. And then we transform this green hydrogen, taking CO2 out of the air and bringing this in the synthesis process into methanol. And then in the methanol to gasoline process, we produce synthetic fuel. This will be taken... Uh, will really be shipped to Europe. I mean, our partner, the off-taker partner, here is Porsche. Of course, you all know. And maybe in the future. I mean, we are starting now in Haroani in our project in Patagonia on in a pilot application. But already 24, if everything is is going well, we we would like to produce more than 50 million of liters of synthetic fuel a year and by 26 already more than 500 million liters a year so definitely going from electricity to hydrogen to fuels and then uh to um, to transport it via ships but this is the first one the other one is you you may have heard about our collaboration with the siemens Gamesa renewable energy so and we we announced that we would like to jointly develop a wind turbine, an offshore wind turbine, with an integrated electrolyzer. So this wind turbine would not directly produce electricity, but the output would be a green hydrogen. It's a challenge, but definitely we believe this is a future application which will change uh, the the market condition for especially remote uh, applications.
0: And I like to go back to one thing you said at the beginning of your answer there, and that was, of course, costs, which is a crucial aspect of all of this. So I'm kind of wondering if you, if you can explain a little bit more, what are the main levers on the hydrogen production cost?
1: Yeah, I mean, the, we, we talk about the so-called levelized cost of hydrogen. I mean, here we need to think about three major aspects. The first one is, and this is the dominating part, is the cost of green electricity this is very important if you assume say two cents per kilowatt hour say equivalent to 20 dollars per megawatt hour and requiring approximately 50 kilowatt hours per kilogram of hydrogen then we are talking about approximately one us dollar per kilogram hydrogen of electricity cost in addition, what is also important is the utilization factor of the infrastructure, of the electrolyzer plant, of the synthetic fuel plant. So the more hours a year you operate your plant, the better it is for the cost situation. So what does it mean? It is important to move into areas, and we we're talking about these remote areas like Patagonia, where you have a lot of wind, where you have cheap electricity cost due to the fact that you have a lot of wind and therefore you have a high utilization factor for the hydrogen electrolyzer. And the third one is the less dominating part is the cost for the infrastructure itself, say for the electrolyzer, for the synthesis process and so on. So these three elements are important and of course, then maintenance cost, efficiency of, of the plant and all of that, this is independent on the region. So talking about uh, lowest cost of, of produced hydrogen, electricity, utilization factor, and then CARPEX and OPEX of the plant we are talking about.
0: No, it's definitely interesting. Yeah, thank you for going over that. It's, it's, it's interesting to hear that. And 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 my last question then is, so in your opinion, what is needed to accelerate the development of the hydrogen?
1: I mean, first of all, of course, we need to accelerate the off-taking, right? I mean, we can talk about nice pilot projects, but the difficult and the most important thing is to have a sustainable market and so a sustainable off situation. So for green fuels for uh, green hydrogen in different applications in steel plant in refinery in chemistry for direct use and so on so regulation is very important and regulation is of course all about the policies in the different uh, countries in the different states in the european union uh, we have the green deal uh, strategy in, in germany where i'm located here we have the national the german national hydrogen strategy you have something in Australia, you have it in the US, in the United States, and everywhere, more or less. So, regulation and policies is very important. Okay. Secondly, and this we did already, I mean, we have proven that the electrolyzer technology is able to produce hydrogen at a very high purity level at acceptable cost, as I mentioned before, depending on electricity prices and so on. We need to work on the innovations on the uh, on the technology in order to make sure that the technical readiness level the degree of uh, maturity in this new technology is similar to what we know from gas turbines and so on so this is important and finally in order to do so uh we need to enter into large-scale projects so we have proven in pilot applications it will work it works and it will even work in the future and now it is uh, important that we scale it up and it's important to know that over the past years we have seen that every four to five years the power rating say the size more or less of our electrolyzers have been increased by a factor of 10. say 10 years ago we were with the technology in the say 100 kilowatt range six years ago 2015 we have been in the in the megawatt um, three years ago. We started the double-digit megawatt class, and now we are talking about implementation 22, 23, about the 100 megawatt classes. And even more, we are thinking about even the gigawatt scale. So it's important, I mean, the policies, as I said, and then economy of scale in order to have really an industrial approach in order to bring the cost down and reliability up.
0: Well, excellent. I really can't thank you enough for your time today to discuss decarbonization and the hydrogen economy. is a really interesting discussion. And I really want to thank you for coming on and talking about these important issues, because, of course, they're affecting the globe. Uh, and, and it's really great to have your insight on these topics. So thank you very much for that. Um, and lastly, of course, we want to thank you, the listener, for listening to another installment of the H2 Tech Talk podcast. Thanks again.